Hello and welcome to The Fierce Life with your host, that's me, Conceda Thomas. In today's episode, we're going to talk about how to create fitness and weight loss goals that you'll actually achieve this year, or I guess I should say next year, because this episode is airing on December 27th. We haven't yet said Happy New Year yet, but you may be wondering what in the world am I going to do next year so that I'm not at December 27th realizing that I didn't achieve my fitness goals. So go ahead and grab a pen and a paper, jam out to the show tunes. That's exactly what you're going to learn today. So meet me on the other side of the music. Welcome to The Fierce Life, presented by Conceda Thomas. This podcast is designed to give you the food and fitness strategies, tools, and inspiration that you need to create sustainable results without making the process a second job. You will save the mental and emotional energy that's normally drained by this process and instead use that energy to live your most fierce life. Hello, fierce friend. Before we jump into the episode, grab your phone and just block out some time, about 30 minutes each day for the week of January 7th. Why, you ask? Because I've got a super juicy guest interview series coming your way. The Fitting It In interview series is going to be your opportunity to get a behind-the-scenes peek, to get the nuts and bolts of how very busy career women and female entrepreneurs are making this eating healthy on a consistent basis and exercising regularly thing work. I've already started recording these interviews and they are sharing gems, I promise, telling you exactly how they get it done, sharing the mindset behind getting it done, and plenty of just practical tips and tricks. So if you've ever wanted to just get a peek behind the scenes of how other people are doing it and maybe gain some insight or inspiration that will help you to strengthen up some of the areas where you've struggled, then this is your opportunity and you don't want to miss it. So how do you get in? Head over to conceitathomas.com slash fitting it in into your name and email address so that you will be notified when these interviews go live and so that you will have access. All right, that's what I wanted to tell you about today. Go ahead, let's get into the episode. Hello, welcome back. This is episode 80 and we're just going to go ahead and jump into what you can do in your goal creation process to make sure that you will actually achieve your goals in 2019. Right. Did you even know that that was a thing, right? That there was a way that you can set your goals that will actually make you more or less likely to achieve them? Well, it's true. And in today's episode, you're going to learn exactly um, what's been going wrong if you still have the same goals that you've had for a while and then how we can clean that up. Right. And um, I'm, you're also going to get some personal shares, right? Some goals that I set that I didn't achieve and why. So we'll talk about that. So the first thing that we're going to talk about is the resolution trap, right? So right now, it's December 27th. Many of us, our bellies are full. Um, you know, we've got that holiday hangover starting. You know, some of us have, you know, indulged a bit from probably like Halloween 
leading into Thanksgiving, into Christmas, and like we're about to just polish it off with like New Year's Eve celebrations, right? And so when we're in that state, when we haven't been moving optimally, when we haven't been eating optimally, when we're starting to feel and maybe even see the effects of that on our body, we are pumped. We are like, oh, not so with me no more. I'm going to do something different. Amen. I'm, I'm, I'm converting. I'm going to do something different, right? And we have, we have this strong desire and this willingness, if you will, to change because we are literally feeling the effects of um, neglecting sometimes or just being sporadic about our food and fitness choices, right? So it's very easy in that moment to raise our hands and to write those big, big audacious goals and to declare them to everyone as our New Year's resolution, right? And that is what I call the resolution trap, right? That's what I call the resolution trap. So shout out to Jackie who just came in and did her own little cameo on the podcast, right? Did you guys hear? <laughs> so mommy, I want a snack. So the first thing is to realize that right now, most of us are like ready to tackle our health and fitness. And we're like, yes, I'm going to do this. I'm going to lose 50 pounds and I'm going to run a marathon and I'm going to learn to do handstands. And that's the resolution trap, right? We're feeling super motivated right now because a lot of us are really feeling the effects of not feeling our best. So sometimes we write really, really, really big audacious goals, which there's nothing wrong with big audacious goals. However, when we're writing it from a place of, let's just be real, from a place of suffering, right? From a place of, I feel like crap. Um, sometimes we may write down things um, and we may choose goals that set us up for failure. And here's what I mean by that, okay? You'll understand what I mean by that when we talk about why we don't achieve our goals, right? So the reason why we don't achieve our goals, and this is where the personal share comes in, um, is sometimes there's no real why, right? So here's the deal. We're not always going to be coming off the heels of the holiday. We're not always going to feel super fed and um, we're not always going to feel um, just like the ill effects of not moving as much as we should. And when that clears up, when we get going with our, with our intentions to create, to achieve the goals that we have set for ourselves, at some point we're going to feel better. And for many of us, that is the point where things start to break down, right? We're really good at moving away from that pain. But when we start to move toward what we said our goal was and what we said we wanted, if we do not have a real strong why, like, why am I losing 50 pounds? Why am I running a marathon? Why am I learning to do handstands? And does that why really matter to me? Have I dug down to the deep emotional reason why I want to do it? When we do not have that, the moment we start to feel better is the moment that we start to um, relax. And I'll say that again, because that's a tweetable. The moment we start to feel better is the moment we start to relax. If we don't have a real strong why behind why we are working toward that goal. And you guys can tell me in the support group whether or not that's ever happened to you before, right? But I know it's happened to me. I know that that is the reason why I never hit the goal of being able to nail a freestanding handstand and to be able to hold that joker for five seconds without a wall is because it was just really, a, it, would re, it would be cool goal, right? It would be a really cute picture for Instagram, right? It would be really fun. But there was no really strong, there was no really strong why behind it. And so because of that, I did not, the minute I got better at the handstands, the minute I nailed the freestanding, the minute I was able to do it for two seconds, 
Like I didn't have a real strong why to keep me in that practice. And so because of that, right, I just, yeah, other things took precedent. Other things that I did have a strong why for got my attention and I never hit that goal, right? So that's one of the reasons why we don't have, um, why we don't achieve our goals. The second reason why we don't achieve our goals sometimes is that we have no real plan, right? So sometimes we have a really strong why. You know, we want to lose 30 pounds because the doctor said we're pre-diabetic and doing so would maybe improve our sugar numbers, right? Something like that. And so there's a real lot and like we want to live and we have children and we're a single mom and we don't want to leave our children behind because we didn't lose 30 pounds, right? So sometimes we have that real strong why, but we don't have a real plan, right? So we just say, okay, I've got to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do better. Let's go but maybe there's an information or education gap and I don't really know how to do it in an effective way. I don't know how to do it in a way that doesn't set me up for a lot of hunger and cravings. I don't know how to do it in a way that complements my life, that doesn't compete with the fact that I also need a certain amount of hours a day to work and to take care of my kids. And even though I've got this real strong why, at some point, everything breaks down because I, I didn't have a real solid, strong plan of how I was going to do this and still manage the rest of my life. So even though I have my goals in hand and I've got a deep emotional reason why I want to achieve it, I'm unequipped to actually get there, okay? So that's the second reason why sometimes we don't achieve our goals. And then I kind of hinted to this one, but no, no consideration for the rest of life, right? And what we'll do when things get hard, right? And I, and I kind of already touched on that in the single mom example, right? So there's no consideration for the rest of life. Like, okay, I, I, my plan says I need to work out an hour a day. Currently, I only have 30 minutes a day that's to myself. How will, I, how will I get that done? Like, where will I delegate or outsource or get more creative about how I'm spending my time to, to make that hour, if that's my plan? By the way, y'all know I don't work out an hour a day. It's like 20 minutes. But <laughs> for example's sake, that's that. Or what we'll do when things get hard. Like, how am I still going to do this when, you know, flu season rolls around and I've got two sick kids and I'm not sick, but I'm still going to work and like, and I don't have the mental energy, like what's my workaround to still get healthy meals? A lot of times we either don't have that plan, we don't consider it, and or I'll just be honest, it's gonna sound like a plug because I'm a coach, we don't have accountability and or support in order to get through the tough times when things get hard. So, okay, Conceda, you just told us all the reasons why it has not been working for us. And everything you're saying is the thing that I've been doing. So like, what is the solution, girl? All right. How do we set goals <laughs> that we'll actually achieve in 2019? So that when I'm listening to the podcast at the end of December in 2019, um, I, if it's a message like this, I'll be like, girl, nope, not me. I'll, I'll listen and wait for the next episode because that wasn't me this year. And now a break, four words from our sponsor. This episode is sponsored by the Get It Off, Keep It Off coaching program. This six-week experience is set up to not only help you get results, but to create the habits that will keep the results coming long after the program is over. To get the details about what's included in the program, as well as when our next cycle of Get It Off, Keep It Off begins, head over to getitoffkeepitoffcoaching.com. First of all, first thing we need to do, and here's what I'm doing, and it's so hard because they're cute goals, but get rid of the would-be-nice goals, 
<laughs> the ones that are like, I have no real reason why. I have no real motivation to invest in the support. And invest can be time or money. Invest in the support that I need to either get a plan or accountability or support. Like, I'm not going to do that, right? So if I'm not going to, if I'm not, if I don't have a real strong why and I'm not willing to invest the time or the money to get a solid plan and or the support and accountability to do it, it's a would-be nice goal. Go ahead and scratch those off. And the reason why I say that is because th there is nothing more demotivating than not making progress and guilt around not making progress and shame around not making progress. And if the things that we're not making progress towards are things that we really don't even care about anyway, it's like, why? Why are we torturing ourselves in that way? Like cross that bad boy off the list. If it's something that we want to play around with in our spare time and we happen to accidentally stumble upon nailing it, then we do. But if, if, if I go to cross it off the list and I'm like, I really don't want to cross this off. Okay, so then what are you going to do differently this year to achieve it, right? So in my example, with the handstand, by the way, I still haven't decided if it's a real strong goal of mine, because I still do want to nail one. But I don't know, if, if I decide that I'm going to put that on my goal list this year, then what's going to happen differently this year is I'm going to sign up for open gym at Jackie's Gymnastics Gym. I'm going to go when there's a coach who can help me. And I'm going to commit to doing that to X times per month. And I'm going to commit to whatever practice the coach gives me to practice to be able to nail this handstand. So that's, that's my filter. So when I go to finish up my goals for this year, if I go to write that down, if I write that particular goal down, then I'm doing something differently this year to achieve it. So to translate that right to my fierce friend, you, who may be listening, who maybe you've been writing down lose 20 pounds for the last two years. Okay, what? Is going to, and you determine it's not a would be nice goal. I went to cross that off of the list, conceded, and I wasn't happy about that. Okay, great. So, what's going to happen differently in 2019 to make that a reality? And remember, we always say around here, try harder is not a strategy. So, what's the gap? Is it that I don't have, I thought I knew what to do and I did it and that didn't really work? Or I thought I knew what to do and I started doing it, but like it felt like drudgery and I didn't keep going. So, maybe I need to learn a different way to do it. Or I know a way to do it and it fits into my lifestyle and it doesn't feel like drudgery, but I've just got a lot of priorities. So whenever I get started, the other priorities take precedence. Okay, so then maybe that means this year I'm going to invest in myself and I'm going to get a coach so that I can have some accountability and some support and maybe someone to help me come up with even simpler workarounds so that I can still honor my own priorities. But what I'm not going to do is write that same goal on the list and go about trying to achieve it the same way because that's insanity, right? Oh, guys, I think I got a little bit heated on that one. What do you think? <laughs> I think I was talking to myself, but if it fit for you too, receive it. Just raise your hand, say amen, I receive it, and move on, right? No hate mail, or maybe if you want to, I don't know. Okay, so we get rid of the what's a would be nice goal, um, and then I kind of got ahead of myself. We get help early and often, right? Because if I've written down the goal and I haven't achieved it before, then I probably need help. And I might need help with the plan. So that's getting help early before I even get started. How do I get started in a way that I'm going to be successful, right? Or I have the be best chance for success and often, or maybe I have no problem getting started, but I have a problem continuing. So I need help often, i.e. a coach, support, accountability, right? Also guys, then we will break things down. How to set goals that you'll achieve. Number three, break things down. 
if I've got 50 pounds to lose this week, this week, <laughs> no, if I've got 50 pounds to lose this year, then I'm not doing that in January. So like, what's my goal for January? How much do I want to lose in January? Right? And then, and then I won't go down to how much do I want to lose each week? Because we got, we know weight loss isn't linear, right? So I'll tell you what to do, right? What you can do, what you want to focus on each week to make sure that you're trending toward your monthly and eventually your yearly goal, right? That's something different. It's not like how I used to, oh my gosh, guys, I used to be so sad. I'd make the little weight loss charts. Like I'm going to lose 20 pounds. I'm going to do it over 12 weeks. Each week, that means I'm going to lose one point this many pounds. So by this date, when I weigh in, I should be this many pounds. And this date, when I weigh in, I should be this many pounds. And y'all, that is the most frustrating thing ever. Because first of all, real life doesn't work like that. And weight loss isn't linear. And you can really be out here winning and think you're losing. Right? So that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother podcast. But um, so break things down in terms of, okay, how much do I want to lose each month, you know, each quarter? And then um, focus on, this is the big one, guys. Focus on actions more than outcomes. And this is what I do both in Get It Off, Keep It Off with those clients, my group coaching clients and my one-on-one clients, okay? The thing that they're reporting back to me on each day, the thing that they are monitoring each day is not how many pounds they lost because that's not how this thing works, right? They are monitoring, even, you know, even if you're not, say someone who you're not interested in weight loss, maybe you want to do a handstand like me, right? <laughs> um, the thing that I'm measuring every day is not how many seconds I stayed up on the, on the handstand, because in the beginning of the practice, I may not even be able to get up. What I'm monitoring and what you're monitoring each day is your actions. Because assuming that you got help early and you actually have a plan, right? And you know which things you're doing every single day to move toward your goal every single day instead of hopping on the scale every morning you are hopping into your accountability document you are saying did i yesterday drink three liters of water did i walk my three miles if it was a workout day did i do my workout did i have a figure-friendly breakfast lunch and dinner did i get three servings of green veggies i'm just throwing things out there right doesn't mean that everyone has to do all those things i have if i've got 100 clients at one time i've got probably a hundred different variations on the theme, right? Everybody has to do what's going to work for them and focus on their most important next step, but there should be a daily plan. And that is what you focus on every single day to make sure that over that month's time, you're going to move toward that monthly goal, that that's going to roll up to that quarterly goal, that when you get to the end of 2019, you will have achieved your goals. That's how you set goals that you could actually achieve and that you will actually achieve in 2019. I wanna give you one more little bonus tip. Didn't fit neatly into the flow, um, but I still think it's important to share is that one of the things that I do with my clients that I do in my personal practice is we use phases um, or sprints, right? If you're a project management person, you're familiar with sprints to build momentum, right? So when I listed off all those daily actions, I probably listed off six. And you guys all know how it feels and how it goes when we try and follow a program that's like a 20-point plan. It's like a car inspection, 30-point inspection. Well, most of us do not have or do not even want to use the mental capacity to follow a 30-point plan, <laughs> right? To get healthy or to lose weight. Um, and many of us have seen 
how it doesn't work, right? When we try and just, I'm just going to be moderate or I'm just going to do this one thing, right? I'm just going to, just going to walk every day, but, but there's no progressive plan. What happens is you just walk every day and you start getting results. And then all of a sudden nothing happens and you're like, but it used to work. No, we've got a habit stack, right? So one of the ways that I help my clients build up to maybe having six or eight daily accountabilities without feeling overwhelmed and rocking and rolling and doing it, right? Without it being the thing that interrupts their life is we stack habits, right? So whether you're a group coaching client and we do it in phases or whether you're a one-on-one client and we do it in two-week sprints, right? You pick a certain set of daily actions to master during that time, the phase or the sprint, right? You are mastering a specific set of actions, not you're losing a certain amount of weight. You are mastering a specific set of actions. You are turning a specific set of actions into habits, okay? When that phase is over, when that sprint is done, if you've mastered those habits, then you habit stack. You add another habit, right? And then you spend another phase or another sprint mastering those habits. And you guess it and you keep going and you keep going. And then you may be wondering, Casita, well, what happens if at the end of a phase or end of a sprint, I haven't mastered those habits? You don't stack. (laughs) And this is another tweetable, okay? You do not add to what you haven't mastered because this whole thing is about mastery, right? You don't add to what you haven't mastered. So you master and then you add and you master and then you add. And for those of you that may be thinking, well, Conceda, my results won't be fast if I do that. Well, I'm going to just say they're going to be faster. Your results will be faster doing this than they will be trying to, you know, attempting or embracing the 20 point plan for six, eight, 12 weeks, losing 20 pounds. And it's none of it's a habit right? And then you go back to what was a habit, right? And then you gain 20 pounds back and then you sign up and you do it again and you lose 20 pounds. And, and over the year, you've lost 80 pounds, but you end the year exactly where you started, right? So yeah, this, this way is faster than that, right? <laughs> so, and that's, you know, no shade. I'm not being facetious. I'm not trying to be shady or, you know, condescending, but we just have to call a thing a thing, right? If we're going to get better if we're going to finally achieve the goals that we have for ourselves, right? And this is how you do it, guys. This is how you do it. I've laid out the plan for you. Um, Fierce follow-up, should you choose to accept? Because after you learn something, you have to do something, right? Think about the goals that you have and decide which ones are the real goals versus the would-be nice, and then share. Share those goals over in the Fierce Friends group. What are, you, what are you committed to achieving in 2019? All right. So you guys, um, if you have stayed this long, <laughs> then you enjoyed the episode. Remember, you do not have to do this stuff alone. We have a free support group, Conceda's Fierce Friends. You can go to conceitathomas.com slash become a fierce friend to join us there. If you want to listen to this episode again, because I realize there's a lot in it, Go to the show notes page, conceitathomas.com slash EP80, because this is episode 80. Also, if you've listened this long, that means you enjoyed the episode. Even if there was a few ouch moments, 
they were good ouch moments because you've stayed this long. So don't be selfish. Share it out. Share this episode on social media or um, copy this URL link and text it to a girlfriend or two. And then finally, whichever podcast platform that you're listening to this on, be sure to subscribe to the show so that you'll be notified when the next episode goes live. That's all I have for you this time, fierce friend. Until next time, stay fierce. You're ready to master your motivation, keep your head in the game, and get the results that you deserve. And I have just the thing to help you boost your mood and wrap yourself in motivation every single day. Visit the Conceda Thomas Apparel Shop today to get your motivational tanks, tees, and mugs. Be sure to use the promo code FIERCEFRIEND for a discount on your first order of $25 or more. You can visit the shop at ConcedaThomas.com slash apparel. Are you sick and tired of starting over when it comes to your healthy eating? Have all your failed attempts got you wondering why you can't seem to stick to anything long enough to get results and definitely not to keep results? Listen, it's not you. It's the diet. Giving up your favorite dishes just to lose weight doesn't last. And force feeding yourself food that isn't even culturally familiar just because some guru said it would help you get results is a setup for failure. When you are ready to get real results eating the foods that you already love, it's time to schedule your eating audit. Let me help you discover the tiny tweaks you need to make to get results from the foods you already eat every day. No more diets, no more falling off the wagon, just real lasting results with food you're actually going to be happy to eat after you reach your goal. Schedule your eating audit today at ConceitaThomas.com audit. Hurry up, our introductory promo rate won't last forever, so schedule your audit now. If you've been wishing for fitness wear that was so comfortable that you would never want to take it off, yet fashionable enough to actually wear out for a night on the town, then you've got to check out my friends and sponsor Blessed Bodywear. Guys, they've got the goods. Once you try their squat pants, no other pants will do. I promise you, they're my absolute favorite. Visit blessedbodywear.com today and use promo code NOFUSS, N-O-F-U-S-S, to save on your order. 